Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And welcome to the Therese Paler Show. Jay Binkley here with Therese Paler at Therese Paler on Twitter. Not only that, follow his stuff at Yahoo Sports as well. He's got a fantastic article on Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady that just dropped today. He's also a Hall of Fame voter. Good evening, Therese. Big my man, how much did you enjoy yesterday? You know what? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but, you know, now it's, it's almost fetal position time, you know, because football, <laughs> I know, but uh, and then we had the combine and everything else, but we know that it's not going to be the combine anymore. It's going to be these regional deals, so I've had to get used to a few things, you know, Therese? I mean, so I see I see football over here in about two weeks, and I don't like those days. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, College football's time, done. Bink. Come on. You're like, I don't know. Bing, come on. The draft is coming, buddy. Buck up. What are you doing? Like, Let's go. Now, listen. Why are you expecting the draft to go, Therese? It's senior bowl week. It's senior bowl week, Bing. Come on. That's right. Senior bowl week. Know a few fellas heading down there as it is now. Are we still going to do the draft like we normally do, or are they going to do it like last year again, just to hold off one more year? I think they're going to hold off one more year. That's just me, though. It kind of went well, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah, All things considered, you know, it's not – is not great, you know. I like because I missed I missed the in person deal, but all things considered, I thought it turned out okay. So, um, yeah, I think it'd be that again. But you know, honestly, it, it was pretty close to normal, wasn't it? I mean, it was. Yeah, it really was. It felt normal it to me. Close. I mean, it yeah, felt normal. So it's gonna be nice when it's here in Kansas City, though, isn't it? Oh, that's gonna be great, man. We got the new airport. <laughs> it's gonna be great, man. Come on, like that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, like, that's gonna hey, be. Look, I'm already calendar down, morning, on that. man. Yeah, it's morning in here, man. It's, it's going to be all right. This, uh, we're going to get through this this pandemic here, and uh, we'll, things will be back to normal before we know it. Man. Well, I told Kathy Nelson of the Sports Commission long before we got the draft because I was curious because they went to Chicago and all that, and we're looking at the draft, and, and I thought, you know, being a cold-weather city and, you know, we don't get the Super Bowl here, that, you know, spread that thing around to cities like Kansas City and Cleveland and in Green Bay in Kansas City. And I told her I'd drive around the loop. We'd have a little parade around 435. Ah, I still got to nice. come through on that, Therese. Nice. I, look, I'm in. I'm in. Um, I know they're, 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 you know, it's not going to be a traditional parade. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I'm all in, man. Like, let, Let's do listen, it. I, look, I, I hear you because I know that you're missing the combine and you know things are going to be a little different. And honestly, for me right now, man, in a normal year, you know I'm on a flight right now to Mobile, <laughs> Alabama. 
right? And I'm ready to watch. Well, you can still go there. Prospects. You can still. I know. My, ah, that was some sk- nah, you got a week. A you got a week to head down to the Senior Bowl. Let's go. Nah, 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 nah. nah. It's All a right. pandemic, man. Like right. I, I know better. You know, I know right. better. This thing disproportionately affects some than others, and I don't. I don't take. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe in taking risks in yeah, pandemics. So. <laughs> All right, Therese. There was no risk yesterday in that football game. Kansas City thirty-eight, Buffalo twenty-four, and that's probably a generous score to Buffalo. That's going to what's go what's down in the record books. But we know that game wasn't as close as what even that score was. Uh, Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. Did you think this could be a possibility at the beginning of the year? I know you and I were thinking Chiefs and Saints. Uh, yeah. But you and I have talked about the Bucks all year. You know, the ups and downs and the roller coaster ride that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde ride they had this year. But they get the job done. And now it's Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Yeah, I call that a win for us. I, look, I think both of us have respected the Bucks, And I've respected the Bucks all year long, aside from a few weeks where they really disappointed me. Uh, especially the Saints loss, you know, the second one. They, they disappointed me that week. Um, but but all things considered, like early in the season, before the season, I thought the Bucks had what it took, man. Tom Brady, a pass rush, a stout interior run defense. You're not getting nothing up the middle on Vita Vey and Ndamukong and Sue. The two linebackers can really, really run. And, um, you know, their their secondary was young and cover, cover you know, they got some coverability, so... Um, add that to the abundance of weapons they had. Like it's definitely possible, but I, I'm I'm happy that we kind of nailed that. Hey, Saints are gonna win that division, and they did. But uh, you know, I think Tom Brady is Tom Brady, man. He he got the last laugh, and I think uh, this Super Bowl has the makings of being epic. That's why it's like, come on, big. Like I know like it's gonna be a different year, but like. You love football as much yeah. as I do. Like I feel like the next two weeks should be a lot of fun, man. Oh man, like, this, you kidding this me? The Super Bowl could be epic. Man, I'm really I'm could. so wired up. I was the post game show last night. I was I was on a different level. I'll admit that. I, you know, I grew <laughs> I, I grew up in this town, Trez. Mom has a picture of me when I was eight months old wearing Chiefs gear. There wasn't a lot mm-hmm. of Chiefs gear in 1973, Trez. There just wasn't yeah, a lot of Chiefs gear. But I have a lot of holes in my wall from playoff losses and Lynn Elliott. I mean, I, I've gone through the heartbreak, and I have to pinch yeah. myself when this happens again, but I call it the new normal with this football it team, is. the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and let's talk about this angle, Therese. When you look at this game with the Buffalo Bills, here came the Buffalo Bills, high riding. And I cautioned people. I said, yes, they did go on a nice eight-game stretch where they were averaging 34 a game and giving up 17. But I mm-hmm. said, you got to throw that out the window and look at what they've done in the postseason. Yes, that Colts game could have gone either way, to be honest with you. I think Frank Reich had some bad coaching decisions. I think the Colts could have beaten the Bills in Buffalo, and they only had 220 yards of total offense against the Ravens, and it took a 101-yard return by Teron Johnson to kind of give them that team only scored 10 points in offense. They said, all right, I don't know which Buffalo Bills team we're going to see, but they were the darling going into Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, they were the darling, and I was a little surprised. Look, I, I consume a lot of media because this is my job, okay? And uh, I was surprised with how many people were, like, you know, doing the whole the Bills could win. The, the, I, I mean, I, I said that could happen if the Chief, like, if Mahomes gets hurt. <laughs> like, that's what <laughs> it would ta- have taken. Like, it was and, – and or, like, they just turned the ball over a lot. But, you know, outside of those two things – you know, the Chiefs were a better football team. And, you know, Mahomes is Mahomes. I mean, he this guy has a chance to challenge Tom Brady. 
as the greatest of all time when it's said and done. And that's one of the reasons the Super Bowl is going to be so cool. But um, I, I, I really like Josh Allen. You know that. I'm a Josh Allen guy. But they were never going to win that game unless they could get to Mahomes and, like, bang him up, you know. Or, or Mahomes couldn't move. But, like, you know, Bink, the first quarter, I'm watching Mahomes, th- you know, move around and throw down. I'm like, oh, well, there we go. You know, it's just like, yeah, he, he's fine. Yeah. He was fine. The turf toe kind of scared it. me a little bit. It wasn't the concussion. It was that. But, Trez, you even said it. A lot of people in the media, and I have this little thing I've been doing tonight called embracing the hate, right? I call it embrace the yeah. hate, wrap your arms around it, because there was. Because when you're good, people want to tear you down. You've seen this. You know how it works in the NFL. It, it sucks. This is what happened to the, it, it the, does, the Patriots. Man. It does. It happened to Tebow when he got to Denver. You know, the guy won a Heisman Trophy. And, it and people in want every to, sport. Yeah, but people want to tear you Tiger down. Johnny Woods. Menzel, Tiger. Everybody wants to tear yeah. you down when you're too good. Patrick Mahomes. Hey, huh? LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. Same way. It happened to LeBron when he went to Miami. Same way. You get to a point. Hey, you, you can be what? as good a guy First as you want. years of Michael Jordan's career. Right? Yep. Everyone said he couldn't win. Great point. Hey, if social media was around today, Michael Jordan would oh find out God. how much he sucked every night. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. The haters. I know. I know. The They're haters like, are real. Social media is changing. Well, I know, man. Patrick Mahomes comes on with the drive with Carrington and Sean Levine at 2.15 each and every Tuesday. It's an exclusive interview they do. And I thought this was really refreshing from Patrick Mahomes because – I like this. And we look at a guy like Patrick, and when people start to doubt him, he starts counting on his fingers in Chicago when he's drafted. Mm -hmm. He counted the four this year because he's the NFL's number four player. Do these players hear the noise or not? Because oftentimes professional athletes say they don't, but in this day and age of social media being so prevalent, it is hard not to hear the noise. This was Mahomes on the fact that he had that uh, emoji out there with the yawn when that graphic of ESPN was out there. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, you get tired of, of kind of hearing in the media uh, over the last three to four or five weeks of, of, of we're not doing things good enough uh, when we're winning football games. And uh, you try not to listen to it, but you see it every single day, and so you just get bored of it. Um, but uh, uh, we, we, we see it, and, uh, I mean, it, it, we don't need more to motivate us, but, I mean, I, I like a little edge here and there. See, I like that, Therese. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, that's not the typical candy answer of professional athletes. Oh, we, we don't hear it. You know, when they were baseball players, oh, we don't hear what the guy heckling us. They, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Just admit you do. And he admitted it there. They hear the noise. Yeah, man. And, like, here's the thing. You know, Patrick, by all accounts, is a sweet guy, like a nice guy, you know. But as a competitor, like, his dad was a Major League Baseball player. His godfather was a Major League Baseball player. Like, he understands what you need to do mentally to have that edge and like you know when he's on the field he's a pretty competitive he's a really competitive guy and sometimes that means tapping into people doubting him oftentimes like who are we kidding oftentimes that means tapping into people doubting him sure and um you know Mahomes gets it and he he takes a lot of things personally like he gets it man like the and 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 you know he he has his he takes his notes just like Tom Brady does just like all these great players do do so yeah. you know maybe maybe we can <laughs> put the rest <laughs> you know I, you know I, I actually wanted to talk about this with you like i feel yeah. like i feel like someone like mahomes is like he's respected as like a great football player you know like i think people get that but i feel like he is so great like it's been normalized a little bit like 
I feel like there has really been a push to like embrace and like seek out and like talk about like other people. Cause I do think like nationally people might start having the chiefs fatigue, but if you're like me or you're like you and you watch these guys every week and you watch Mahomes every week and you're just like, man, it, even though they keep winning it's special because of how fun and how great he is, you know, it just feels like some of these people were picking Buffalo or, you know, picking Josh Allen as the better quarterback because Mahomes might be hurt just to do something different and not looking at it like with, you know, complete 100% honesty, I guess. I don't know because I, no, I, I don't know I, how I do, you can it's, it's this how guy I look at, at it, you know. I, I watched the Patriots games, even though I, you know, I didn't like the Patriots, wanted to see that I respected the way they played. And I respected playing football the right way. And here's the thing. I don't know if you've seen the Tiger Woods documentaries on HBO. Oh, Chris. yeah. It was great. Part one yeah, and two. Man. It's great, but it shows yeah. you kind of an insight of how he's wired. And there's certain athletes that are wired like that. LeBron. Tiger. And there's certain coaches that are wired like that. I'll throw Nick Saban in there. Because after that national title game, he's got the confetti falling on his head. He wasn't talking about passing Bear Bryant. He wasn't talking about having seven national titles. He was talking about the ones he lost. That's Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods wanted to bury Phil Mickelson on the golf course. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, to me, has some of that dog. Andy Reid, to me, has some of that dog. Like Belichick, like Brady. And Nick Saban, after the game, said, hey, those that handle distractions the best are the ones that are going to be on top. Reminds me of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, now listen, if you if you don't understand that Mahomes has a little edge to him, you need to remember what Eric Bieniemy called him. You know, like <laughs> I don't feel like Eric Bieniemy's out here calling people. I don't know if we can say it, but I, you know, he's not out here calling people competitive peas. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. He, you really are. Okay? Quarter of the year. So, yeah, <laughs> and he said it a couple times too. Let me and Eric, by the way, Eric Bieniemy about as about as you know. He's about as honest as it gets in some ways, you know, like he, he's gotten better with his delivery at the podium. And, you know, he doesn't sometimes he doesn't say a whole lot like a lot of good coaches. But like, just tell, just trust me, he's fairly he's pretty earnest. So like he wouldn't be calling somebody a competitive P if he wasn't. <laughs> trust me on that. Yeah, believe that. Well, we'll get to we'll get to him in just a minute because it drives me crazy as we talked I'll about bet. last week seeing a defensive Join coordinator from one year being a Chargers head coach. This guy is on national TV winning twenty five of the last twenty six games. He's not a head coach and he knows Andy <laughs> Reid inside now. Played with the guy, coached every day since two thousand thirteen with Andy Reid and knows Patrick Mahomes since the minute he got off the plane. Okay, it's enough of that. We'll get to that in a minute, Terez. Don't get me wired up on why teams need to hire Eric Benjamin. You know what? As a Chiefs fan in the AFC West, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. You know what? They, if the other teams want to spin their wheels, be on the – I say you're on the treadmill, you're the track, Terez. On the track, you're going somewhere. On treadmill, you ain't going anywhere. And I look, at the, I look at the Broncos like that, and I look at the Chargers like that. When Are we, are we going to do that after the break? Yeah, we're going to do that. Thoughts. We okay. got the. I know right. you do, Therese. I know you do, and I have right. your cuts from Alex Smith in a great interview you did on Yahoo right. Sports, the NFL podcast with Charles Robinson. But I, I cut some Alex Smith thoughts on that as well and his thoughts on Kansas Excellent. City. But when we come back, I want to go back to the game and talk about the leadership angle for the Chiefs, something I think drives them, and it has to do with McCole Hardman. We'll do that next on the Therese Paler Show. You're listening to the Therese Paler Show, Monday nights at 7, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Trez Paler Show. Jay Binkley with 
the before-mentioned Tres Paler. My favorite show of the week, to be quite honest with you. I really enjoy doing this, but at Tres Paler on Twitter, the Hall of Fame voter, also the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast with Charles Robinson. And we'll get to that in a minute. He had an epic interview with one Alex Smith that I think people in Kansas City will want to hear. All right, Therese, let's go back to that game. Buffalo Bills, early on, 9 to nothing, right? Is this going to be a repeat of the Texans game? The Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs are captain comeback. That's what they do, and they believe in it. But he muffs the punt. He comes on the sideline, gets on the bench, you know, puts the uh, puts the uh, coat over his head, and then players like or coaches like Andy Reid and players like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey come over there and and do and say some nice things about him. Like here's Andy Reid today on what he said to Hardman. Bear down, focus in, man. Just watch it all the way into the tuck. Basic fundamentals. And, and Dave, Dave's one who uh, talked to him about all that and <clears throat> got him going. Greg, Greg Lewis talked to him. So, um, and then he was thrown back out there and given another chance. So, um, and he's made plays for the last couple of years since he's been here. He's made plays, and so that was he had a muff and <clears throat> keep him in and let's go, right? And it is just great, just great information. I don't know if you've seen this. Well, actually, you have seen this, Therese, because you retweeted it. But this is uh, the NFL Films, right, inside the NFL and Showtime. They caught Mahomes and Kelsey going over and talking to Hardman after he put that coat over his head, right, because he was pissed. And they were like, hey, we need you, man. We need you. A lot of plays left to be made. you got to trust them boys, boy, all right? Now Buffalo's got goal to go after the fumbled punt. Hey. Oh. Hey, 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 they throw it left side to Hardman on a wide receiver screen into the end zone. Touchdown! Helping us to forget about that muff punt. Hey, that's how you handle adversity. You smack it right in the mouth. I love it, man. Travis Kelsey, it's how you handle diversity. You smack it right in the mouth. Patrick Mahomes is right there. Hey, man, get your head up. We got a game to go play. And he got him the ball, got him a touchdown. Andy Reid calls a play showing perfect trust. To me, Therese, that's a perfect microcosm of why this team wins. Yeah, and, you know, Kelsey's comment really, you know, hits home. Like, you know, everybody in their life has been through something. Like, every good person I know has been through something. And you learn with age, right, you know, um, you learn with age that when adversity hits, you know, when adversity hits, you know, you smack it in the mouth. Jimmy Johnson used to say, you know, when you got to fight a gorilla, you don't ever hit him lightly. You hit him with everything you got. And, um you know, I, I think when you when you face something tough in your life, you can't shrink from it. You got to try to face it and go out on your shield. And I think that that really speaks to the mindset this team's leaders have, which in turn, you know, reminds some of the other guys of that, too. And, you know, it's not just the leaders who have it. Like a lot of players on this team have that mentality and it really pays off in tough situations. And also, guys, you know, you, you can't underestimate how much easier it is to come back from that type of start once you've won a Super Bowl before with <laughs> this same group. You know, it's, you're still kind of playing with house money. And also when you had to come back a bunch of times to do it, like 
nine nothing is not twenty four to nothing like Houston. You know mm. what I mean? And the Chiefs came back from that. So, you know, when you've overcome it before, and then you got one five, it, you they could be down twenty one, they could be down twenty eight, and it the game's not over depending on the point of the game you're at, right? So. I just think that the respect those guys command is because of what they put on tape and because of the type of people they are and what they believe in. And, and, and I, you know, one more thing I want to say, you know, I really appreciated the way, and I tweeted this during the game, actually. I really appreciated the way Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy dialed stuff up to get that kid involved again. Absolutely. The, the end of round was awesome. I watched that a few times. Like, Fish didn't have to touch anybody for 35 yards, man. Like, and I think it was Ryder. Like, they didn't have to touch anybody for, like, 35 yards downfield. So it was really schemed extremely well. Um, and also, you know, the the screen, awesome. Like, he, the, they got the kid a touchdown so that he made it right. And I thought that was awesome. Like, that is that is premium coaching, man. Therese uh, on Yahoo Sports, uh, you're the senior writer at uh, Yahoo NFL Sports. And I'll be honest with you, you have a great article out right now and encourage people to go uh, check it out. And it's titled Another Legendary Performance by Patrick Mahomes on Saturday. Sets up what I call, and this is Trez talking, not me, delayed legacy game in Super Bowl 55 between he and Tom Brady. And also, Trez, you referenced this quote by Andy Reid. And here's the audio of what he said when you got that quote, when he's talking about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, well, listen, you guys are seeing him grow right in front of you here. So he's a homegrown right here in Kansas City for the National Football League part of it. And I, I think you see, you're see you seeing the steps that he's taken. And um, I sit there, and I'm I'm an old guy that's seen a couple of quarter, good, pretty good quarterbacks, and I just keep going. This guy seems to amaze me a little bit more every game. So That was your quote, Therese. It's in the article. I'm an old guy that's seen a couple pretty good quarterbacks. This guy seems to amaze me a little bit more every game. Yeah. Andy Reid on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, Bink, come on now. Like, Here's the thing. Let's not forget that Andy Reid didn't just coach Donovan McNabb, didn't just coach Michael Vick. He coached yeah, – he was on the staff for in his prime at his absolute zenith, Brett Favre. Brett Favre was never better than he was when Andy Reid was there through, was it, 98? from like 93 to 98. So he saw this dude in his prime. And for him to say a comment like that really hits home. And he's right. Patrick Mahomes is a next-generational quarterback in the NFL. And, um, you know, one more thing I said about this upcoming matchup against Brady. Like, this is Brady-Mahomes 5, winner takes all, because they're 2-2 two and two right now against each other. Brady's 43 years old, and there's no guarantee they'll face each other again. They're not scheduled to face each other next year. So um, this might be it. And if Patrick Mahomes does match Brady title for title, this is going to be a tiebreaker. Like if he wins six and he wins, let's say he wins this one and he wins six, when we're looking at their careers, guess what, man? Like the fact they met head to head in a Super Bowl, even if one guy was older and one guy is younger, that's going to matter. Consider this a tiebreaker. So that's the delayed legacy part of it. Oh, they, right? they've met the title game in the AFC. They've met in the regular season. This is the pinnacle. Mm -hmm. This is no, – exactly. even if Mahomes had never won a game, playing Brady means everything because it's a Super Bowl. This is where Brady right. shines. This is 10th one. This matters. He can exactly. win ring number seven. That would put Patrick Mahomes sixth behind him. If now Patrick wins and that, it, and he's a third that. behind him. 
Right. And, 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 and I wrote that because if, you know, mm-hmm. the, the thing is like tracking Brady down from a seven to one ring deficit is that's a lot, even for a guy who might play 10 to 15 more years. But if he wins this one and now it's six to two from a ring deficit, he might be able to get four over the next 10 to 15 years. That's totally doable for this guy, you know? So th- that's what I'm saying. Like, very rarely do you ever see like a true baton passing in football, but you might see it here. And in two decades, we might still look at this as the game that we use as the tiebreaker um, in, in determining who the greatest football player of all time was. I'm not kidding. Little I goat know discussion. But you know, I'm not into like, I try, I try really hard. Not to say like inflammatory things for intention or or just cl- I don't do that. But I'm telling you, in two decades, this might be the tiebreaker. And with these two teams and the legacy at stake for Kansas City, if you go back to back, guess what that means? You're talking about one of the greatest 12 teams of all time. That means that in 15 years, when the NFL gets together and re-ranks the teams for its America's Game Series, the 2020 Chiefs in a COVID year might be number five or number six or number eight. or You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the I think it was the 2004 Patriots were eighth and the 2012 Broncos were 12th. Or maybe I flipped it around, but the point is defending champions who go back to back that tends to be the one that is looked at as the most impressive and best group because now they've got the we're the effing champ swagger and they back it up with a 14 and two regular season. There's a ton on the line and Tom Brady, Tom Brady can ruin that for them. And by doing so would further cement his legacy as the goat. I just love it. I think these are two great teams and it's going to be in great environment in a stadium, like in a city, by the way, that has had some dramatic Super Bowls. Oh, you know? the city like, won the NHL. They went to the World Series. They, they won it off you know, another like, the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, that no, but like, you know, Tampa, like the 90 Super oh, yeah. Bowl with Bills, Giants, like, hey, you know, that was there. You know, we've seen some great Super Bowl. So, like, I'm excited because I love football, and you hey. can't draw this up any better. Do you know what else happened in 1990? Fifth down what? play at the University of Missouri. Uh, Eric Bieniemy was on Colorado. You know who's on the Missouri coaching staff? That's right. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. It goes right. back uh, right. for I'll leave you at this before we take break. This is Mahomes on the drive today talking about does he feel like chasing Brady? Yeah, I mean, anything you do, you want to win uh, and, and be the most successful. So, uh, I mean, it's going to be hard to do if you go to 10 Super Bowls and you got six rings and all that different type of stuff. You have to understand that you have to go about doing uh, whatever you can to be the best person and the best player that you can be. And so, uh, for me, I understand the team that I have around me and the opportunity that we have going into this game. And we have to try to maximize that uh, as best as we possibly can. All right, coming up next, Therese, we'll talk a little bit about Alex Smith, that interview that you had with him. I thought it was great, including the question of when did you know the Chiefs had something in Patrick Mahomes? But he also addresses Eric Bieniemy, And I know you have thoughts on Eric Bieniemy that could end up back with the Chiefs, or Dalen Hughes was on uh, with Fesco in the morning saying that they might be Houston. It's holding out, even though they did some interviews today with Leslie Frazier and, and Coley. But we'll see if it's him. But I'm going to talk about that in your interview with Alex Smith. We'll do that next. You're listening to the Therese Paler Show, Monday nights at 7, 610 Sports Radio. And welcome back to the Therese Paler Show. At Therese Paler on Twitter, senior NFL reporter for Yahoo Sports, a Hall of Fame voter and a Hall of Fame dude as well. I'm Jay Binkley with Therese Paler. All right, Therese, 
So you had an opportunity to have Alex Smith on your podcast with Charles Robinson. I listened to it and I enjoyed the interview with Alex Smith, Comeback Player of the Year. Good stuff. The Alex Smith on your podcast, you got to like that stuff, Trez. That was, that was good work by you. Appreciate that, man. And uh, I've been working on trying to get him for a while because I know people here really love him still. And he's such a thoughtful guy. And there are a lot of things I want to ask him about. And he delivered as he always does, man. I, I loved covering that guy. And I'm so happy to see him um, really earn the respect of, of the national um, um, media and fans as well in a way that he he couldn't until he overcame um, his severe injury. Now, like, his approval rating is, like, 100%. Everybody loves Alex Everybody now. respects him. It's pretty great. I like the fact that when I told him that, he laughed because he knew, you know? Like, he knew <laughs> that his approval rate's higher than it's ever been. It only took him coming back for what, he, what his doctors called a warlike injury. <laughs> yeah, I give a ton of credit, but one of the things you discussed with Alex, and I know you have opinions on this, his thoughts on the – now, keep in mind, he was with Eric Bieniemy here in Kansas City. And, well, one thing, we, we all like the run it back mentality of the Chiefs, but we'd like to see Eric Bieniemy get a head coaching job as well. Still got one out there in Houston. But here was Alex Smith when you asked him his thoughts on Bieniemy not getting a head coaching job. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's ridiculous that, that he hasn't been hired yet. It's, I know that the interview process is weird with the team that's still in it. But, but regardless, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how you can excuse it. I think Eric's number one quality, and it was apparent from the first day I met him, uh, was his leadership. Mm -hmm. Leadership ability, a true leader of men. Uh, here's a guy that had played for a long time, was a, a great teacher, commanded respect because he gave respect also. I, I, I also, you know, in the NFL, you, there's sometimes you got these good luck coaches, mm -hmm. I feel like, <laughs> and, and you're, about to take the, you're, about, you're about to take the field and, okay, good luck. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, you know, for me, I was always like, why aren't you going out there with us? Like, you're calling, the, you know, like, yeah. aren't you, aren't you in it with us? And for me, EB is the epitome of the opposite of that. Oh, like, yeah, he's in he, it. He, I think, if he could have, if he could have strapped him up and gone, <laughs> he's there, ready he, to go. He would, he, he would. And I think that was something for me that I love so much playing for him because it was like, I, I, I felt that like we were all going out there together. We were in it together. Uh, he brought that energy every single day, the passion. And then, I think, you know, coming from he's a guy that there's not a facet of the game on offense that he hasn't been mm. incredibly involved in from protections to the run game to the pass game. He, he knows it all. He knows this stuff. And then obviously, I think uh, to have been in that system, to have been, you know, kind of groomed and brought up, you know, with all those guys, certainly with Andy, but certainly to see obviously Doug and Mags. I don't, I don't see how you can be more ready. Alex Smith stamp of approval. Patrick Mahomes stamp of approval. Andy Reid stamp of approval. Now, we've seen Zach Taylor when he went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Still going to be the coach and waiting there for the Bengals. He got hired with the Bengals. So the coaches can get hired even though they're still playing. But a lot of times the guys that lose get the opportunities, not the guys that win. But they can and they do get their opportunities. Your thoughts on what Alex said there about Eric? 100% backs up everything I'd heard and I've said multiple times about Eric. And it, you know, he's right. It is ridiculous because. <sighs> I, I thought I understood what the Chargers were doing. Like, I heard good things about Brennan Staley. Like, I really have. But, you know, like they just hired Joe Lombardi today. Like, he he did not have a good run as the Lions offensive coordinator. 
he they really struggle and then he is relieved of his duties in 2015 and they immediately got better so here's a guy who got another shot as an offensive coordinator in this league um and it's like do you i mean look what pep hamilton just did with justin herbert like why how like why like how is that supposed to be an upgrade and and I say that because, you know, I think people are holding stuff against Eric in the past. But, like, you know, here's a guy who's literally held the same job before, and he was awful. And, you know, he gets his job, and no one's batting the eye. And meanwhile, Eric Bieniemy is like, hey, you know, he's just been elite at being a running backs coach. Um, I know he doesn't call plays, but he's assisting Andy Reid with that. He, um, he, you know, he's called some during the course of these the games. Rose Bowl you know, you know, and it's just like it's it's a frustrating type deal, man. Like, you know, the, it, the, a lot of times, man, black coaches do feel like they got to be perfect. They got to hit every benchmark. And while you know, Charles said this on the show, and it's true, like you know. You know, they feel like they got to run marathons while others have can just run like 100-yard sprints. Mm. And, you know, that it's a heavy thing. But here's what I do know, and I don't mean to go Eric on you, but I, but EB is right about this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I will say I this. can listen to that guy all day, so. <laughs> I know. He, he'll, he'll say, I will say this, okay? It's about making sure that they go out there and they accomplish everything they can and that they do the best they can and getting better every single day. And I think that applies to his own personal philosophy as a head, as a coach. Trust me, he'll, he will be a head coach eventually in this league. And when the time comes, he will be extraordinarily prepared for it. And, um, I think he'll do a great job. You know, things don't always happen on our time. Um, you know, they, they happen when they're supposed to happen. And I think Eric's got a great mentality for about it. And I think he's proceeding to keep working on a doing his job, like doing his job that he's in right now to the best of his ability. Cause another ring sure wouldn't look bad, would it? <laughs> but, but B just continuing to refine your plan, you know, continuing to get better as a coach so that he'll be even more prepared when the opportunity comes, it will happen for him, I believe. And um, I think he's going to be ready and he's going to have a lot of goodwill built up. You know, a lot of people in the media who are like vouching for him and a lot of people, football an analysts who are like saying, why isn't this happening? So like he'll get an even longer leash before criticism starts coming when that time comes for him, too. So, you know, he's waiting longer than he should have. But and he the wait is too long, but. I believe it's going to work out for Eric B. and me. And whatever place he goes, that's the place he's meant to go. And I think he'll do a great job. Are you buying the Houston argument? Can he salvage Deshaun Watson? I I reported, like, last week, there are definitely people, like, who know Eric, who believe, like, he could fix it, right? You know, I, I had a league source tell me he could fix it in five minutes if he could mm. just talk to Deshaun, you know? But... You know, there's also reports this past weekend that Deshaun's saying it doesn't matter who the coach is. I don't trust the owner and I want to go. And maybe that's true. And that's a sign of horrific ownership, too. Like, imagine blowing it with a 25-year-old Pro Bowl quarterback. Just golly. That's just oh, <laughs> Imagine blowing that. <laughs> Franchise guy. That's, that's legendarily bad ownership. But mm. um Here's here's the thing, and and like God, they don't have any picks either. Like it, it's a tough job. And if you look, if he takes that job, and I think he would, I think he should take that job if it comes open. I, I still, I think you got to ask for the Dan Campbell six year contract. 
I think you got to ask for it. Bite the kneecaps. Yeah, that was <laughs> he. It's a little much, Dan. Like, <laughs> calm down, buddy. Like, like, I, I love you. You know, he's a guy I hear good things about too, though. As far as he's a, that, he's a very that he is who he is, and that shines through. And like, players are good with that. But he also understands his weaknesses in the sense that I think he's putting together a great staff. Deuce Staley, right? Um, Anthony Lynn will be his, his offensive coordinator. Aaron Glenn's going to be a head coach within the next four years, I bet. Like, he's putting together a good staff, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know how we got there, but it, it'll be okay for EB, man. <laughs> hey, we'll see. Hey, uh, we come back, though. With your questions, 913-576-7610, the Jay Southland Tow Service text line. If you have a question for Therese, but I'm not done with Alex Smith either because I did bring up the fact that uh, when did he think that uh, – Patrick Mahomes was something special. Yeah, we do definitely that. want to play that. We do that next on Therese Paler Show. And he's got a clothing line. How about that? We do that next. You're listening to the Therese Paler Show, Monday nights at 7, 610 Sports Radio. I knew, obviously, it was like, how, how long could I hold him off? <laughs> like, I knew it was just a yeah. matter of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew it, and, and for me, I wasn't. That was fine. I mean, it, obviously, I, I think the great thing going back to that is everything. Everything was communicated. Mm-hmm. You know, from Coach Reed, the moment it all happened, everything was communicated. Everybody knew what was going on. Everybody knew the plan. And so for me, yeah, it was like almost intriguing. And I was kind of at that point in my career where you're like, you better, you better play good, or they're going to be moving on anyway, whether it was Patrick or somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was my mindset. And you know, it was like, how long exactly that? And, and I think. Certainly the back half of that year, you could see Patrick had, he obviously, I mean, he worked so hard, but even on the, uh, on the practice field, you, you could tell mm-hmm. uh, how comfortable he was getting with the speed of the game going against our defense every day. And then I think that last start, you know, we, we didn't play in week 17. Yeah. Because uh, it, it didn't mean anything for us. And then for him to get that start, I think meant a lot as well to go out there and prove that he could do it. Yeah, you know, a little test there. And then certainly I, I still had my run, you know, in the playoffs. I think that obviously dictated it as well. That's coming up short. No no doubt impacted that as well. So uh, a lot playing into it. But, but yeah, I think going back to how healthy it was, certainly the whole NFL looks to as an example of how it can be done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do think that goes back to communication, everybody being on the same page, everybody, I think the mutual respect across the board, uh, top down. It's Alex Smith with Trez Paler. It's the Trez Paler Show. There you go, uh, Trez, Alex Smith. He had to sit there and watch Kid Cannon every day. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that. It was just, I loved him to say, yeah, it was just a matter of how long I could hold him off. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the guy that's been the three FC title game since, you know? <laughs> He's like, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, I know. I just got to hold this kid off as long as I can. <laughs> and I, look, I, that's one of the reasons I also appreciate him. Like, he was always fully present in the moment. Like, he understood what this was here. And he was never, you know, he was never mean to the kid. He never gave him problems. Like, there have been other times where this handoff has not been nearly as smooth. But he helped the kid. He answered his questions. He showed him how to be a pro. And never forget that one stretch. I think they lost four or five in a row. And they were thinking about, hey, you know, what do we need to – it says a lot about how much the locker room, how much the staff still loved Alex. That they never went to the kid, you know. And um, I, I think Mahomes' demeanor played a lot, played a role too. I mean, he never sought out the limelight. Like he knew the first year was a richer year. He didn't do any commercials. He didn't do anything to undercut Alex. And um, 
you know, that part I really respect. And I, I think Alex does too. And, um, it, it really is the picture perfect example of how to do that type of handoff, man. And, um, that, that's why Chiefs fans raised so much money for, uh, one of his charitable causes when he was traded. Like it's a thank you for everything he did. Cause you know, his name will be, like, he'll go in the ring of honor one day. Like that will happen. You know, he helped usher this team out of the dark ages, you know, 2014. And he deserves it. And I think he'll get a lot of love when that day happens. Like, people will look back on the Alex Smith era as one. They didn't get the job done, but it absolutely laid the foundation for the success to come. And you had asked him, too, if he still watches the Chiefs games, and he thinks fondly of the city. Oh, of he course, does. Of course. Of course. Uh, so too many close friends on that team not to my years there are you know something that will it, it forever change my life still have a ton of friends that aren't even on the football team still in Kansas City that we're so close to uh raised my started my family there you know our kids went to school so 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 many fond memories and and no doubt I feel like for me you know when I when I first got drafted by San Francisco it was the number we were the number one pick obviously the, the worst team in football the year before it's a rebuild certainly I was you know, I was 20 years old when that happened, and that, that, that took a long time, I feel like, to finally get that done too long uh, for a lot of reasons, you know, and, and my own included. But then it was crazy. I felt like I got not only a second chance when I got traded to Kansas City, but it was almost like a redo. Here we yeah. were. There was the number one pick again. <laughs> number one pick. So you, go, you talked about Kansas City in good terms, uh, Therese, and also you had asked him about putting his leg to rest. People stopped talking about it, but he's using it as inspiration as well. Think so, man. I um, you know, I, I, I think, I think, part of the reason he came back was not just for his family, also for himself, just to show people, hey, you know, and to show his kids, obviously, hey, like, you know, I can. This is what can happen when you put your mind to something, even when all the doctors say this can't, or it's a long shot. You know, sometimes you can't come all the way back. And Alex did come all the way back, you know. He's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. And again, you know, his 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 approval rating is like a 99.9, you know. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was a legendary comeback for that guy. And um, I know he's still got to make a decision about what to do going forward. I know his family's been through a lot. And, his, you know, it sounded like, you know, him playing is stressful for his family. And that's just me saying that. I don't know. I'm just saying this is me projecting. It just seems like maybe that would be stressful for his family. Um, but and he's got to make a decision about what he's doing next year. But um, put it this way, if this is it for Alex Smith, his legacy is secure. One of the all-time great stories, one of the all-time great guys, one of the all-time great testaments to – how to handle adversity. You know, we talked yeah. earlier in the show about, you know, sure. when adversity hits, you know, you hit it in the mouth, right? And Jimmy Johnson, you know, you fighting a gorilla, you hit it with everything you got. Alex Smith, at every different stage of his career, he's been challenged and tested, and he responded the right way, like you'd want a father or a son to react. And, um, you know, I think if he did retire at some point, whenever that happens... You know, he'll go out as respected as you can go out if he doesn't win a Super Bowl. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, from the 816, and I was going to play the cut, but we're uh, running short on time. Added to this free clothing line. So he's got his own clothing line, too. How about that for Alex Smith? I love that. Inspired and, and, by his journey. Exactly. Like, you know, people should check that site out. Um, 
because this isn't really him in some ways before this, you know, he doesn't even have a Twitter account that we know about, you know, he just kind of, <laughs> you know, he just doesn't like, this isn't really the self-promotion and so, you know, but, but it, the, the journey did change him a little bit. And I do think like, you know, having the clothing line as a testament to kind of his journey is something that should touch would touch a lot of people and i hope people check it out yeah i hope they go to it yahoo sports go to therese paler's timeline at therese paler and read and listen to that alex smith interview it's absolutely incredible therese and i'll be back next monday night therese the one thing i don't like about this show is it's not two hours or four hours or nine <laughs> hours we got we had a lot of fish to fry man i know i know but it, it's getting it's you know I, it's a blast and yeah uh, we're gonna have some great. We're gonna have some great shows coming, man. She's oh man, it's Bowl, good. Bro. It's gonna be a lot, and we'll look. Uh, we'll dive in a lot in the Super Bowl uh, with Tom versus Patrick coming up next Monday night. We'll podcast this as well. Give Therese a follow at Therese Paler. Go check out that Mahomes legacy article with uh, with with the uh, with the uh, with Tom Brady. Good stuff from Therese and great co- quotes from uh, Andy Reid as well. Thanks a ton, Therese. Hey, great stuff, Bink. Thanks. Also say thanks to our producer, Nick Price, and everybody listening. Thanks, Trez. Take care. Yep. See you. Take care. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.